You're listening to Season 2, Episode 5 of the Beam Life Podcast. I am so excited uh, to, you know, be with you guys today. It happens to be my birthday, celebrating 34 years on this beautiful Mother Earth. And I thought it was the perfect opportunity to share with you guys um, 34 life lessons that I've learned and to get behind the mic again. I've missed connecting with community. I needed some time to recharge my batteries and journal uh, and become truly um, intentional with my messaging with you guys. And I am going to be delivering some fire. You're going to want a pen and paper. Um, And at the end of the episode, I'd love for you guys to share with me what are some life lessons that you know, you've learned while being um, alive and being here and just doing life, right? So please share those with me. That's what this is all about, being in community. And let's get this party started, babes. Welcome to the Beam Life Podcast, a rad and soulful show designed to set your heart on fire. As a hive, we will chat all things lifestyle, dig deep on how to achieve your wildest dreams, discover your confidence, and live the most fierce version of you. Yes, Beam Babe! You can be everything and more. Here's your host, the Beam Boss herself, Caitlin. What is up, Beam Babes? Wow, it feels so good to be behind the mic again. Um, I was looking at my last podcast, and I think it's been about six months. And originally, when I decided to put out a podcast, I had a lot of pressure on myself, and I was like, every week, I'm going to produce one. And guess what? This year happened to my life, and uh, I've had a few setbacks to name just a few. Um, it's been COVID and divorce and moving and financial struggle struggles and career changes and all those kinds of things. So um, all the while trying to grow this Beam Life community. So with that being said, I know what my passion is, and that is creating a community of strong, incredibly badass, beautiful um smart women who are ready to take on the world, right? Take it on head first. And that's what the beam life is all about. And when I started feeling a little bit self-conscious about, you know, being on a podcast, I'm like, when is the right time? And there's never going to be a right time, right? There's always something going on. But being that this is where my heart lies, I need to make time And I have so many things that I have been journaling and wanting to share. And some of it is very private and vulnerable and it's scary. But ultimately, that's what this is here for, right? We create this community to be able to share those things. So, um, you know, I thought that this week was the perfect week just to get it all out there and relaunch. And um, today just happens to be my birthday. So I am coming at you guys with... 34 life lessons that I have learned in the last 34 years of life. And um, it was actually very simple to come up with these 34 because I've learned a lot. And a lot has been in the last, I would say, five years, right? That's where a bulk of my knowledge and lessons have come about. But also just reflecting on things that happened way before five years ago. I'm just now sort of realizing them and processing them. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode as much as I enjoyed 
you know, putting it all together. And I hope these little tidbits can help um, because I know that just even putting them down on paper, um, you know, helped me. So first life lesson that I'm going to share with you guys today is, and probably the most important by far, is you can't please everyone, right? It's in our nature as humans to want to be liked. And it stings when somebody doesn't like us or says something bad about us. And um, what I've realized, and and I'm the kind of person, like, I, I get really upset if someone doesn't like me or if I made someone feel bad um, by just my actions, right? And what I've learned is that's okay not to be liked. It's okay to be misunderstood. And I'm not going to ever make anyone happy, everyone happy, right? Um, so focus on pleasing and making yourself a priority and your goals a priority and stop worrying about pleasing everybody else because that will just be a recipe for being miserable. And um, secondly, your thoughts are everything. So Wayne Dyer, one of my favorite motivational speakers says, change the way you look at things and the and the things you look at change. And I think that's so brilliant because really truly anything we manifest in our thoughts Um, become our actions, right? So I want you to think about what are your thoughts right now? How are you thinking about this pandemic? How are you thinking about yourself? How are you thinking about your relationship? Um, How are you thinking about your body? And it will start to become clear why all the other things around you are also positive or also negative. So our thoughts are the biggest generator of our actions and it creates everything else around us including our energy that we put out and the energy we receive, right? Number three, this one shouldn't come as a surprise to anybody, but health is the most important thing that we have. And going through my fitness journey over the last 11 years has truly taught me the value of health. And going through this horrible time uh, in our country this last year with COVID has also taught me the value of being healthy and taking care of my body and choosing good foods from the earth to consume. And um, really, we have to take care of ourselves in order to be able to take care of other people around us. And I just feel very blessed that I have learned this lesson early on and that it has really, truly paid off. And I have been able to be there for other people during this really, really hard time. Um. Number four, we are built to do hard things both mentally and physically. I do know this from all my endurance racing that physically uh, we can continue going on and on and on. But it's not because our body is unstoppable. It's because of our mind. And when we train our mind to do hard things and prepare it for hard things, we are truly capable of doing anything we want to do and achieve. And um, again, that goes back to thoughts being everything. But truly, we as humans are incredible, and especially women. Bean babes, we are meant to do hard things and, you know, not take the easy way out. We are meant to get out of our comfort zone and, you know, break those glass ceilings. That's what we are meant to do. So know that we are capable of doing hard things, uh, no matter how big the task may seem. Number five, take nothing for granted. 
This one seems obvious, but I can't tell you as we go through the routine of life how often we take the people and the situations around us for granted. A big eye-opener for me was going through this divorce and changing my careers um, That and going through COVID that everything that I once knew completely changed this year um, and take nothing for granted because you never know when um, it might be the last time you see somebody or are able to experience something or make that kind of um, financial success right within your business um, if you're you know in a career nothing is is ta- is guaranteed so take nothing for granted um, and show up every day as if it's your last and you've got everything to give tell everyone you love them and appreciate all the things you have um, in your daily life number six healing is essential for growth this is a big one for me because um, I am so used to wanting to just plow through things and not take the time to properly heal. And as a young kid, that would play physically, right? If I broke something or, you know, just had some kind of physical injury, I was just like, ah, oh, whatever, put me in coach and that kind of mentality. Like, I don't care to slap a Band-Aid on it. Let's let's go. And that has translated into my adult adult life as physically but also with my emotional struggles. And this year was heavy on me emotionally um, as a mother. And then, like I said, going through this divorce. And um, there was a lot of healing that still needs to be done. But over the last six months, when you guys haven't heard from me as much, that's what I've been doing and taking the time to really heal myself and, uh, you know, tend to those wounds and also understand um, – you know, everything that sort of happened and take it all in and journal about it and think about it and absorb it because our lessons will continue to follow us around until we learn the lesson, right? We have to continue to pay attention and we need to heal those wounds before we are ultimately ready to grow again. Number seven, the answers always lie in stillness. And this really came from my healing journey as well. But When we're so hustle bustle all the time and moving and energy and just go, 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 and we're not sitting down to just contemplate and think, it is really difficult to see clearly. And in fact, I was running myself so ragged that I was living off of caffeine. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll know that I just uh, celebrated one month without caffeine. And I wasn't your normal coffee drinker. I mean, I was drinking an obscene amount. I mean, nitro nitro cold brew, like in my veins kind of coffee person. And um, the problem is I was just burning myself out and I wasn't taking the time just to be still and breathe and pay attention. And once I started to do that, that's when the healing began And that's when I started to see clearly and be able to focus on the next steps. I really needed to clear the clouds, right? Um, So number eight, this all, these last three really go hand in hand and we're part of each other. But number eight is self-care and love are essential, not selfish. I used to be the ultimate martyr where I was like, let me kill myself to help you with your dreams. And that meant just like bending over backwards. And while I still love helping people pursue their passions and their dreams, um, it will not be at the expense of mine, right? Or the expense of my 
self-love and self-care. And what I'm talking about is not just like going for a massage or getting your nails done or taking a bath. While those are great, I'm talking about diving deep into more of my spirituality and um, being kind to my body and exercising and sweating and um, really spending quality time with myself and doing the things that I love. That is what I consider self-care and talking kind to myself and you know, um, having good positive body image and not comparing myself to other people. Um, that is what I mean by self-care. And by doing all those things, it makes me a better caretaker and a better partner and a better friend and a better mother, not more selfish, right? Um, never Number nine, our brain never stops learning and we have the power to keep feeding it knowledge through any age. I read this incredible book by Dr. Amen, and he is just a brain expert. And what I thought was so fascinating was that we have the capability way into our old age to continue training our brain and letting it absorb knowledge and not letting it um, fatigue and become dormant. And it is up to us to feed it that information. But if we do, our brain never stops working. It never stops learning. Um, And we have the ability to do that. So I am fascinated and constantly trying to find new ways and new skills to feed my brain um, because I want to live well up into my old age and have a functioning brain and be able to also think on my feet and um, serve you and this community even better than I ever thought possible. Um, Number 10. I learned this one when I, uh, in my, you know, owning my last business because I just take everything on. And number 10 is delegation is the key to success. Um, I'll never forget hiring my first real successful, um, you know, my right hand um, at my previous gym that I owned. And she just wanted to take things off my plate. And it was so difficult for me to let go. And I, Finally, I was like, wow, what gives? Why can't I just let go of these things? Because I'm not doing a good job and this person could do a better job than me. And it was learning to trust. It was learning how to be a good leader and put faith in my in my um, employee and to know that I had been a good teacher and to let them fly. And in doing so, we were going to be able to get farther because um, I delegated and took things off my plate. So delegate, delegate delegate. Number 11, use your words. I tell this to my daughter all the time, who's four years old. I, when she's frustrated, I'm like, use your words. Tell me, tell me, tell me, what are you saying? Like, stop crying. Please use your words so that I can help you. And honestly, the same goes for us as adults. We tend to you know, um, hold resentment and we are passive aggressive sometimes, or, um, you know, we expect that somebody else can read our mind, whether that be our friends or our partners or our children. And we just expect people to, even our coworkers to know what we're thinking and we're on this track, but we haven't let anyone else know to pay attention and what it is that we need. Um, and so use your words. We are supposed to do that. That's why we have them. And communicate what you need. That is invaluable. Number 12, 
Learn to set boundaries and it is going to be necessary uh, for your relationships in all facets, whether it's family, friends, um, at work, uh, definitely in uh, intimate relationships, learning to set those boundaries. And I will tell you, I learned this recently um, in my therapy and it has been a game changer to set these boundaries and feel like you are respected when putting your boundaries up. And when I say boundaries, people look at that as like a harsh wall. And it's not a harsh wall. You're just letting the other person know where you stand. And there's nothing wrong in doing that because I'll tell you, people set boundaries with us all the time. And we respect them for doing so. Think about anybody that you respect. And they are typically somebody that is maybe a little bit more blunt than you're used to. But you respect them for that, for that honesty and for telling you exactly what it is and where you stand. And by doing that, you never, you don't tend to cross as many lines. So set those boundaries. There's some amazing books on boundaries in parenting, in relationships, in families. And I highly, highly recommend, which segues into my number 13, which is therapy is one of the best things I ever invested in. And I heavily invested in therapy. I had done some, um, you know, couples counseling, you know, in the past. But where I really invested in myself uh, was this past year going through the divorce. I really needed somebody I could just speak to. And um, at first it felt super awkward. And I was like, what am I doing on this couch? And it was extremely transformative to have somebody um, that held no judgment against me and knew nothing about me previous and was just able to ask me the really hard questions and dig in. So, um, I have remained in relationship with that therapist and, you know, they are always there when you need them, but to have an established relationship with someone you can depend on and talk to is in my opinion, one of the best things you can invest in. Our mental health is everything and we all have something we need to talk about at one point or another, right? And I know this year, uh, the mental health need has been extraordinary. My sister is a mental health practitioner and, um, you know, she has shared with me how intense the demand is. And I know that I'm happy to hear people are out there seeking help um, because that's what we need to do. And we need to stop putting the stigma on it and encourage those around us going through a hard time to reach out to somebody professionally. Um, And it's the the most caring thing we can do is encourage someone to get um, that mental health that they need. Um, Number 14, always be open to possibility. And this one really strikes home with me because um, I have always been more of an optimist. And when I am presented with something, you know, even though I'm an optimist, I'm also very, um, I could be at times a skeptic, but I'm also very stuck in my mode. So it's hard for me at times to be completely just like, okay, whatever happens, happens, and let's just go with the flow. But when I do those things and when I do open up, um, beautiful things have happened. And from those possibilities, I mean, some crazy things have happened. Um, One of the biggest is my current relationship. Um, And it is one of the biggest blessings of my life that I never saw coming. And I was open to the possibility and it has been 
so beautiful and so life-changing to be in partnership with somebody that, you know, I want to share life with and I want to do fun things with. But had I not been open to that possibility, um, just because of prior thoughts or just not having the experience, um, is it would have closed me off to all of this. So I am so grateful um, that I have been able to see things and also um, be open to possibility at all times. And that goes for everything. Number 15, um, I am living in the best time to be a woman. And being a woman is beautiful, Bean Babes. Um, I have never felt more proud to be a woman um, and to own my womanhood. And and to be clear, not to be a man. Like that's, you know, I learned this beautiful lesson in feminism that this movement started where women wanted to be equal to men. And I think we are turning a corner where women are wanting to be celebrated as women, not as equal to men. It's that we are great and we are strong and we are capable. Um, I had tears in my eyes on Saturday listening to Kamala give her Madam Vice President speech. I mean, it's just so strong and powerful to see uh, what women are truly capable of when we come together. And um, that is what this whole community is about. Which segues into my number 16, that curves are sexy. I used to be obsessed with wanting to be skinny and, um, you know, wear a size two until I really understood anatomy and how the body works. And that that's probably not very likely for me and that my body is meant to be curvy and that, um, you know, curves are sexy and we need to embrace them. But that also goes for all body types, right? Learning to love our body and what it is and how we were born and what we are given um, is a huge blessing. So I encourage you to do some body positivity um, exercises and look at yourself in the mirror. I mean, I think it's amazing to, you know, after the shower, just look at yourself naked in the mirror and appreciate your strong, healthy beautiful body that you were given and um, know that you are sexy and can conquer anything you put your mind to. Um, But yes, curves are definitely sexy and I am okay with that. Number 17, don't rush. Wow. Um, If I could always remember this, that would be wonderful because I am in a hurry to do everything. And anytime I try to rush through anything, I am very disappointed at the outcome because not only am I not giving my best work, but I'm also not um, really focusing on what's important. And it's just about getting as much done as possible in a little amount of time. And it never works out for the best. And other people around me usually pay the expense because I'm usually grumpy and angry um, because I just don't have time to sit. So don't jam pack your schedules, spread yourself out and don't rush. Accidents happen when we rush. Number 18, be flexible with goals and ambitions and the road to success. Anybody who has ever seen a roadmap to success knows that the line is not linear, right? It is not straight. It looks more like a crazy zigzag up and down, up and down, up and down. And um, 
You know, we take 20 steps forward and 10 steps back and then five steps forward and six steps back. It's up, down, up, down. But that's okay. That's kind of how it's supposed to be. And when we have this rigid idea that we're going to get from point A to point B in this straight line, we really set ourselves up for failure. But if we can give ourselves a little grace and be flexible with our goals and ambitions and, you know, know that we can shoot for the stars and we're going to land on the star, it's okay. Like we're going to get there. So be flexible and know that as long as you are doing the steps necessary to get to where you want to go, you're going to end up there. It's inevitable, right? But it takes consistency and day in, day out, and being flexible with the outcome and the timeline. Number 19, don't give up on your goals or change your goals just when things get hard. This is a huge one, not only for physical health goals, but for any ambition you might have. In the beginning, when we think of these things, and I use like New Year's as a great example, because at the beginning of the year, everything's all hyped. I mean, I'll tell you, when 2020 first started, I had the biggest dreams and goals for the beam life and for my life. Um, To be honest, I wasn't in the right place, not only in my head, but um, that being said, I was on, I was just high on life. I was like, this is going to happen. And then what happened? Things got hard. This whole year has been hard, um, at least for me. And, um, but the biggest thing is I'm not giving up. I know what I want to do and I know I've had some setbacks, but that doesn't make me change what I want to do. So pay attention. You know, do you have these big goals and then as soon as something gets hard, you stop and you quit and you change? Stop doing that. We don't change things when things get hard. That's when we push through and we keep persevering. Again, that goes back to being flexible. It's okay to have some setbacks. It doesn't mean we can't get back on the horse again. Number 20, crying is not a weakness. Whew, I love me a good cry. I don't know about you guys, but a good cry is like the ultimate therapy for me. Um, And I have become so used to crying this year over so many things, beautiful things that have happened. I mean, there's so many moments I've had this year with my daughter where she just brings the ultimate tears of joy to my eyes because she just makes me so happy or moments that I've shared with my partner or being in nature. It's just like you get this overwhelming feeling and these tears come to eyes. And and then also I've had it where weeks I've just, you know, four or five days of just built up, built up, built up, built up, built up. And then comes that fourth or fifth day and I just, boom, let it all out. And it's this big weeping cry that lasts for about 10 or 15 minutes and then I'm better because we kind of let it all out. It's the way of our body releasing that stress and kind of um, ending that 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 loop, right? That repetitive stress loop. We're ending it. It's, it's a beautiful thing. So don't be afraid to cry. Number 21, we need each other. Um, if this year hasn't made that clear, I'm not sure what else could. Um, you know, 
we as women need to come together and support one another no matter where we are at, right, um, in any circumstance. And we need each other to thrive. We are not competitors. We are allies. We're a team. And as soon as we realize that, the further we will get ahead in life. And I know that my friends and, you know, my family and uh, my partner have been my backbone this year. And we as humans need that connection. My fitness community, you know, I can't tell you how much I have leaned on people and community and we need each other. So don't forget to lean on your community because they need to know they can lean on you too. Number 22, one of my favorite sayings is how you do anything is how you do everything. And I will tell you, that could not be more true. When I start my day off and I am just like, all right, I've got my food logged, I've got my exercise done, my day is planned, the rest of the day is exactly the, like the beginning of the day. When I start a day after hitting the snooze button and I'm completely frazzled, running around, I forget my keys, I can't find my phone, um, you know, my energy is like so spastic and the rest of the day feels that way, right? So how we do anything is how we do everything. That's where there's, you know, the famous thing of like making your bed. For someone who makes their bed, they typically are going to, you know, be a more productive, successful human because that is how they lead the rest of their life. It's not about just making the bed. It's about what making the bed means. So um, pay attention to your actions and what you're doing and is what you're doing how you want everything else to be. Number 23, friendships are always quality over quantity. Man, I love my girlfriends. Uh, and my friends, I mean, I, I have male friends as well, but truly my friends are everything. Uh, they bring me so much laughter and good times and just let loose. And I'm able just to be me and, and never pick friends that you can't be yourself with. I mean, that's just never a good idea. Um, but, you know, I used to think that just having so many amount, like an abundant amount of friends was the way to go. Um but what I've really realized is like having this core solid group of people that you can call at any time and you don't have to keep in touch every day because we're all busy. But when you pick up the phone, they're there for you. That is friendship. And um, I have been able to experience that and I feel extremely fortunate and my friends know who they are and I am beyond grateful to have them in my life. Uh, number 24, always trust your gut instinct. Probably wouldn't have gone through a divorce had I followed this uh, from the very beginning. Um, And I say that because, you know, any big decision I've ever made in life has always, you know, prodded me with a gut instinct. And it's always been either, yes, go for it. I don't know what's going to happen, but I know you need to do this. Or it's been like, whoa, hold up, pump the brakes, girl. What are you doing? And, um, Honestly, anytime I've ever listened, whether it was a good or a bad, like go or stop, the outcome has always been exactly what my gut instinct said. Um, and anytime I've said, you know what, I've got this. I'm not going to listen to the in, that, that inside voice. Uh, I know better. No one knows me better than me. So when me is telling me to do something, I think I should listen. But when I decide to ignore me and push through, 
nothing good has actually ever happened. I can't think of one time where I didn't trust my intuition um, and the outcome came out opposite. Um, So literally go with your gut. No one knows you better than you. So listen and pay attention to what you're saying. Number 25, it's totally okay to not know something. Um, I love to be the keeper of all knowledge and be in the know and try to know something about everything so that I can stay in topics, you know, stay in conversation. Um, But, you know, it's okay not to know everything or something. And uh, when you have that mentality to just say, you know, I actually don't know that. Um, Could you teach me? It is creates a very beautiful conversation and the ability for your for your brain to actually listen when we're so busy trying to think of the answer or to say you know like you know put up this front that we know this information you know we're not busy listening and sometimes in order to know something we got to listen so know that it's okay not to know something and to ask questions and to want to know more about something number 26 Huge on this. Express gratitude daily, whether that is verbally, whether that's in a journal, whether that's in prayer. You need to express gratitude every day and be on the lookout for gratitude because we have gratitude that happens all around us all the time. And it's something that happens so fast, we don't even realize it, right? So pay attention and look at all the little things that happen, even if it's like, oh my gosh, I forgot my keys and I had to turn around and go back to the house and do that. But then by turning around and going back to grab your keys, you know, when I ran in the door, I got to see my daughter one more time and give her one more kiss before I headed out for the day, right? So it makes those little differences of looking for gratitude and seeing the beauty in things. Um, that is so, so, so important and always surround yourself with gratitude. Number 27, get in nature. Just become one with nature. Um, I've always loved being outdoors and, um, not only is it just majestic when you see some of the natural wonders of mother earth, but it's also so grounding to feel so small in a place of just beautiful treasure, right? Like when I'm looking up at the stars or the big trees or these vast canyons um, or the big ocean, um, it makes me realize that I'm just one more person on this earth and we're all in this collective together and I feel so connected. Um, and it's my favorite place to be in nature is is, is to be in nature when I need to kind of recharge my batteries. So I highly recommend, and and that doesn't mean going to Joshua Tree or the Grand Canyons or Yosemite or, you know, getting outside. It it means just putting, you know, you're taking your dog out for a walk. That could be getting in nature, just getting out of your house. Um, So, so, so important. And breathe in that fresh air. Number 28 Lifelong change starts with small daily habits. You guys, if you get nothing else from these lessons, 
pay attention to this one because it is all the tiny little things you do every single day that will add up to lifelong success or take you down that road you don't want to go. So I use this in the context of fitness because that's where I'm used to coaching most of the time. And, you know, people are always like, and it's even, you can do this with finance easily too, but I'll use fitness as the example. When someone's like, is having a glass of wine bad? No, the answer is no. Having one glass of wine is not bad. But it's when you have wine every single night that starts to add up. That's where your bad habits are. That's leading to lifelong change in a negative direction. Versus when you decide to make a habit of eating vegetables every single day and putting that into your daily nutrition practice, that tiny one choice you make that day starts to compound over time to create a lifelong success habit of incorporating vegetables into your nutrition. So those are just like extreme ways of doing something little tiny that you don't feel is a big deal can start to add up. And it's just amazing when you see the way that habits compound. Uh, If you haven't read the book Atomic Habits by James Clear, do so. It is life-changing. Number 29, never settle. I mean, this could be for anything, whether it's in a relationship or with a career move or uh, purchasing something that is like a knockoff of of what you really wanted. Um, It's always better to hang in and to value what it is you said you wanted and to never settle for less because you are worth the best. And never demand anything less than what you deserve. And it is so important that you know what you deserve, right? And be very crystal clear about that. Again, using our words and telling ourselves what it is that we want and what we're looking for and never settle for anything less than that. There is a difference between never settling and compromising. And that's an entire different conversation. But know that I'm not saying don't compromise. Compromise is a beautiful thing. But not to settle for less than you deserve. That is what I'm getting at. And that is for everything. Number 30, nurture the relationships in your life. Tell people you love them. Tell people you value them. Tell people you respect them. Tell people they've made an impact in your life um, because they might not know and you might never know when you'll get the chance to say it. So nurture these relationships. Call people. Check in on people. Um, We're in a time more than ever where communication and technology are at its best, right? Um, Sending a little message to somebody just saying, hey, I've been so busy But I've been thinking about you every single day. How are you? That could be something that changes somebody's day, changes somebody's week, right? There's a lot of lonely people right now and a lot of people feeling very isolated. Remember, we need each other and check in on on each other. Ask how you're doing um, and watch what happens in your life, right? When you start to nurture those relationships. Number 31, wow, I wish I had learned this a long time ago, but 
Number 31 is you can't change someone. And I wish I was a genie sometimes. And there was many times where I was like, oh, if I just do this, this person will change. Um, Or just wishing that they would change or being like, well, in time, they're going to get with the program and figure it out. And the answer is no, they won't. And you'll always be sorely disappointed if you continue to think you're going to change somebody. The only people we can even remotely have a little bit of impact on are our young are our young children, right? When they're at that young, formidable age. Um, but adults, y'all, we are set in our ways. Uh, and there is no way that I know that I can be changed unless it comes from within me, right? Um, and I know I'm not going to change somebody else. But that goes back to saying you can't change someone else. But you can change the way you are in that relationship. And you can change. You have the power to change yourself. But you do not have the power to change somebody else. So stop wasting your energy and time um, and efforts. Instead, either remove yourself from the situation or change the way you are in that relationship or show up in that relationship. Number 32, I don't need anyone to complete me and I am okay with me. Anything else or anyone else in my life is a bonus. And I love this because, you know, I think one of the biggest mistakes we tend to make is that we feel like we need somebody else and we're constantly looking for somebody else to fill this void that we haven't dealt with yet. Again, that goes back to my healing, right? These all play on each other. But really truly doing the work and healing and knowing that I love me and I am okay with being with just me and I don't need anyone to complete me will never leave me feeling alone because I'm okay with me. And then anybody else in my life, like my partner Wendell right now, that's a complete bonus. It's a cherry on top of everything else. And they're an addition to my life. And a beautiful addition, right? So knowing that you don't need somebody else to complete you is empowering. It also helps you stop endlessly searching and then settling, right? Again, these all play on each other. Um, Beautiful lessons, right? Um, Almost done, guys. We have our last two. So number 33, children see and hear everything um, and has been the ultimate teacher of patience to me. So um, whether it's your own child or if you're a teacher or if you have any kind of children around you in any way, nieces, nephews, uh, neighbors, children see all that we do and they're the next generation. So let's be the best possible version of ourselves and continue to show up for them and show them what it means to be in community. Show them what it means to be strong. Show them what it means to have self-love, to be a leader, um, to be um, somebody that never settles, and to always have passion and purpose-driven lives because our children are always watching. And lastly, number 34, love always wins. And that's almost enough. I don't really need to explain anything more to that. But in a year where I have felt like there has been some enemies, um, and that's not necessarily just people, right? I also can put up uh, situations as enemies. But in a, in a 
year and in a circumstance where I've just had an abundance amount of obstacles thrown at me. When I change my perspective and I attack with love and come at a place of strength and kindness and love, it always wins. And I dare you to tell me a circumstance where love did not win. And I want to encourage all of you in your hearts to find a situation that might be a struggle right now or with a certain person or anything and come at it from a place of love. And it will start the healing process. So those are my 34 life lessons in the 34 years that I've been on this earth. So grateful to be able to share them with you guys. Um, I would love for you guys to comment and share with me what are some life lessons that you've learned. And um, let's all learn from each other. That's what this is all about. And uh, until next time, Beam Babes, let's uh, keep being kind and always keep beaming. The Beam Life Podcast records episodes weekly and can be found on Instagram at The Beam Life and at beamlife.com.